I am so excited. Today I have Newark's first Black male yoga instructor. This man is a youth educator and a mentor. He's a meditation and life coach. He's an Omega man. This is Mr. Tyrone Day that is with me today. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this Matt Chat. Peace, peace, peace. Um, thank you for having me. Um, shout out to Joel. She has been doing a lot for women empowerment, doing phenomenal things in the health and wellness space and always speaking her truth and always assisting others with their light while she still brightens her own. So thank you, Joel. You are loved and you are appreciated. Oh, don't make me start crying right up at the top of this interview. So we got to get through this. <laughs> Nah, I so appreciate you always shining a light back on other folks. You you are a light in and of yourself and it just reflects and just spreads and, and bounces. And so I just appreciate you always, always continuing to shine. Thank you. Gonna, that means a lot. Thank you. We're going to jump right in. So what was your first intro to yoga and meditation? Well, I've always meditated in a way. Just never took it seriously. Like one thing about me, I love the outdoors. I love being outside and just just breathing with nature and being one with nature. So meditation, I felt like was always there. I just never knew how to tap into that frequency until later on when it started kind of aligning with yoga. Mm -hmm. And both of those kind of came together with actually by trauma, right? So I went through a series of unfortunate events back in the summer of 2018, family members with health problems, um, unemployment, just an unhealthy relationship and, you know, death. It's, it, it took a very big toll on me. And, you know, I didn't really know what type of space I was. I felt like a lot of people left me at my darkest hour Yeah. Uh, when I was going through my trials and tribulations. Um, I didn't have really nobody to turn to as much i mean the real ones stayed around you know the ones that never left me they was like yeah top we're gonna get you through this but it was like when i went to therapy was when everything changed you know i started having breakthroughs i started seeing things differently and realizing that maybe i do need to be in solitude maybe i do need to be away from a lot of people so uh i say winter of 2019 mm -hmm. in january i was doing a lot of kickboxing and then one of my colleagues was like, hey, Ty, I see you working out. You're going to the gym. But I feel like you need a balance. And it was like, how about yoga? So I did yoga back in 2000, like between 2010, 2011. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, the former mayor, Cory Booker, he had this thing called The Biggest Loser. It's kind of like world renowned. They probably was doing it like via commercials and all the place. But he decided to bring it within um, the city. And it was an instructor there. She was out of Montclair she actually introduced me into that space. I used to walk like right past it because there was no men there. Yeah. And I felt like I was going to be like a whole creep going in there. <laughs> like, oh, dude, I don't think like, I don't think this is my spot, but she made, <laughs> she made it in her way to make me like the dunce of the class and put me right in front. Mm -hmm. Like she really wanted to sit there and make like her staple on that. And she was like, watch, you're going to enjoy yoga. So at that time, it was just like a foundation, right? I was just playing around, but it was good for flexibility when I had like tournaments and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. I think this go around, this go around was more getting and doing a lot of inner work that I didn't know I was facing within myself. So 
Yeah. I think it was that time in Shavasana, my first time doing hot yoga. And I would tell anybody, don't do hot yoga. Don't let hot right. yoga be your first class. Not, not <laughs> Start there at all. That'll turn you straight off yoga. You got to work your way up to hot yoga. <laughs> facts. Facts. Outside of that, it was at that time when I was in Savasana, which is like, you know, our meditation corpse proposed within yoga, that yeah. I really realized what being present meant. Yeah. And that right there kind of changed the whole narrative on how I was moving in 2019. So I added yoga more uh, within my practice. You know, some dark times started veering its way back into my life. But, you know, I think that was what I needed to actually start being more in solitude and heal properly. And yoga kind of helped with that healing, right? So then in 2020, you know, the rest was history. I ended up joining my intensive class. And in May, I became the first black male uh, yoga teacher in the city of Newark. You mm. know, it was from turning from trauma into testimony. And I'm here today to create safe spaces for all men to show black men do do yoga. It's not just for a specific ethnic background. Like it's for all races. It's for all pronouns. It's for all, like, so I want everybody to feel like we are creating more spaces within North for Black men. And it doesn't matter who you are, it's more how you feel. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that journey. Because I vividly remember meeting you summer of 2018, where you were in mm -hmm. a dark space. And um, shout out to Vibes After Dark and Zenaida. Zenaida, shout out to Z. Yes, yes. It's amazing just dope, vibey organization here in Newark. Z, she had on her heart, you know, it was such a heavy summer. She's like, let's just create space in Branch Book Park to chill as Black folks and come together and heal and be at peace and just be. And I met Ty there. He was going through it. And I mean, everyone was, honestly, there was space for us all to share what was on our hearts. And as we're going around this circle, it was just so much heaviness and pain. and. I felt like I could bring some clarity and a bit of love to the group by offering a meditation. And it, I was just pulled to, because I came there to release as well, but I knew I had a skill and a service that I could offer to help kind of ease some of the hearts that were there. And Ty came up to me afterwards and shared a part of his testimony. And we, I was so moved that we have stayed connected since then. And to see you on your journey from where you were in that place to now, in two years and all the work that you've put in to come out of that space more healed, more whole. It's really been a beautiful, inspiring journey to see. Like you have done so much to be Newark's first Black male yoga instructor. That is huge. That is huge. How does that feel? It's feel like that I will be leaving a legacy within uh my city which i always wanted to do and makes me feel that i'm able to make a change within that space and i'm i'm thankful um just to be making a difference within my city god is good i'm here for it yes yes how has your yoga meditation practice shifted at all now that you are a yoga instructor 
oh, it shifted dramatically, like, and tremendously at the same time. Like, I was first, I was first just teaching just karma yogi hours within a studio, you know, just bringing the com local community together within the city of Newark. And now it's just, I'm teaching all around the U.S. and now globally. It just, it was like a light switch. And the crazy thing about it is I haven't even been teaching a year yet. And all these opportunities and doors just open for me. But I think the reason why is because my work ethic, I was that client or that student that went to the yoga classes and they had to kick me out of the <laughs> yoga studio. Like, you know, how every, you, everybody be thinking like, okay, Savasana, okay, namaste, we out. No, nah, I'll, be, I'll be there for playtime. I don't leave. Like, I'm always, like, every time I look in a mirror, I'll be like, wow, I got to get out of my own way. So I was just sitting there working on inversions and busting my ass <laughs> in, front of the, in front of the mirror. But the thing about it is it was, it, it was to the point that people seen that. And I was about, like, taking care of business, but more importantly, taking care of myself in the process. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So have you had to prioritize your own personal practice in a new way or a different way? Because I know for me and many other yoga instructors say this as well, because we pour out and we give so much to our clients and our students, sometimes our own personal practice, it shifts and it changes versus when we were just able to be yoga students versus now we are in an instructor role. Sometimes we give out more than what we receive. So have you noticed a change at all in your own personal yoga and meditation practice, like for what you do for self to nourish self? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I really don't have as much time to do my own practice. Mm -hmm. uh, I would like to do, it's been more teaching others and not really teaching myself. However, one thing about me, like I love inversion. So when I have inversion classes, it kind of brings me back into my own practice. But in reference to like the flow, yeah, I haven't flowed to myself in quite a long time. So I'm working on creating like a self-care day, like every week to just give myself rather it's working on my business, taking like an hour just to flow for myself. Yeah. Nice. And yeah, I think, I think any yogi knows that is if you're having a lot of clients or you're teaching in a studio or, you know, you're just always on a go, especially if you have like other LLCs and things moving um, on your chessboard, you know, it's kind of hard and you're being strategic to find ways to just flow for yourself. So right. I would tell any yogi, at least to make sure you have a day yeah, just, just, just to be and take that time, to just be with you and just cut like the world off yeah. for at least a day. Yeah, I think that's really good advice. Thank you for sharing that. Gratitude. Talk to me a little bit about, because I know throughout these past two, three years, you have used yoga not only as a physical practice, but it's really been a spiritual practice for you as well, as well as with your meditation. And especially when I see you meditating out in nature, I know that really takes you um, someplace outside of yourself. And in that, I know you've been very heavily involved in the church. So what does spiritual wellness look like for you? Oh, man. Spiritual wellness is everything in my life because I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't for the divine. So I really like 
take time just to hone into like nature and do my prayers and just be vulnerable at that period of space. I tell people you can be financially stable, but you could be spiritually bankrupt. Yeah. And if you don't have like a balance or no harmony with that, then when you start hitting your plateaus or then you fall back down, you're going to always want to come back to that prayer. So it's, it's, it's always being mindful of keeping the divine with you. It doesn't matter who you praise or whoever the being that you uh, resonate with the most, but make sure you keep that spirituality intact because if it wasn't for it, I think, I know personally for myself, I wouldn't be in the space that I am today. And I think any other holistic practitioner can say if it wasn't for the ancestors or if it wasn't for God, if it wasn't for Buddha or whoever they uh, worship, I think we wouldn't be where we're at today. We have to kindly continue to keep aligning our chakras and making sure we, we give back to the most high because like the divine makes our path and our journey. So you yeah. know, I'm all about spirituality. That's a big thing with me. Yeah, dope. Beautiful. Thank you. I know another huge part of your life is being a very proud HBCU graduate as well as an Omega man. So I want to talk to you a little bit about your Greek life. The way I found my fraternity, which uh, is Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated, it is the first organization founded on uh, HBCU campus. Fraternity and sorority life was all built on service. So I was always a service cat. So I love like just helping my community rather if it's tangible things like just giving out like Christmas gifts for tots or delivering turkeys for the community or just feeding the homeless or if it's just like more intangible, like even if it's just like an emotional value, like creating safe spaces, helping with like people that are going through any traumatic experiences, which that's the space I'm in now, right? And doing it through movement, rather it's yoga, uh, doing a hit training or stretch therapy. It's always different variations on how my fraternity kind of engaged me to use my voice and also use my hands to serve and my heart as well. So, you know, the fraternity did play a, a vital role in where I'm at today. Mm, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing so much of that history. Absolutely. The final segment of this podcast, we're coming to a close right now. This last segment is called Inside the Omi Studio. It is a short 10 questions. <laughs> and the, the goal is for you to respond in short one word to short sentence answers. Don't think about it too much. Just have fun with it. Very okay. quick, uh, rapid fire style. So we'll start with the collective breath when you're ready. Just releasing everything that's currently in your lungs. And together we inhale. Exhale to release. And we'll get started. Describe your personal style in one word. Imperfect. What's one thing you wish you can change about the world? bringing more awareness to hate crimes that's happening in different cultures. Yeah. What brings you joy? Peace. What makes you cry? <sighs> um, my testimony. Mm -hmm. 
What type of impact do you want to have on this earth? I just want to be a humanitarian to the world. And the more I can inspire, feel like I'm doing God's, God's will yeah. and leaving my footprints and legacies all around. I love it. What's your favorite thing about being Black? Culture, the history, the, the determination to wake up and every day knows that the world is against you for being a certain color. The, just the culture, the love, the beauty of the, this this color, this melanated, this melanated, precious gem that I wake up every day and see. It's amazing and being unapologetic about it. Yes, I love all of that. What do you hope for your community? I just, I just want my community just to grow, be more open to receive resources and information to things that can benefit family, health, wealth, and um, spirituality. You know, just constantly continue to just be open for more information and be receptive to it. Yeah. What do you love most about yourself? That I'm growing every day. Mm-hmm. And I'm evolving into what I was supposed to be this whole time after I got out of my own way. Yeah. What's your favorite book? I have a favorite book, sorry. <laughs> I read too much. Um, the latest read, anyone that comes to mind? Uh, I like The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Love it. And the last question, name five music artists that would appear on the soundtrack of your life. Ooh, that's not fair. <laughs> um, Erica Badu, uh-huh. hands hands down. Number one. Uh, yes, that's that. That will forever be number one. I say I like Common. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, Janae Aiko. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, so many. Uh, Landrell. A dope, good one. One more. Give me one more. Let me give you one more. Either. Ooh, that's a good one, man. It's it's, it's like a toss-up from so many artists. Uh, you can't do this to me, Joel. Because <laughs> I'm gonna feel an artist is gonna feel like artist is gonna feel like, damn, Ty, you don't bang with me. I'm gonna go with Floetry. Ooh, nice one. So I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Ty. I appreciate you. I'm so glad we got the chance to do this. I was nervous harassing you. Like, I'm going to get on your calendar because I know you were involved in so many things, doing all the trainings, always a man of service, constantly giving up your energy and time. I appreciate you. You are such an inspiration. It is so dope to know you, to experience you, to see your work here in the city of Newark and beyond. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I appreciate uh, you just even asking me to be a part of this podcast. And in whatever way I can help you, please let me know. And just know that you are loved and appreciated, like I said before. Thank you. Before we leave, let the people know where they could find you on social media, your website, all of the things. Let them know. They can find me 
I am Ty Day, I-A-M-T-Y-D-A-Y-E. Also, Yoga Every Day, Y-O-G-A, Every, E-V-E-R-Y, Day, D is in David, A is in Apple, Y is in Yellow, E is in Easter. Or you can just shoot me an email at tyrone.day at gmail.com. And just know when we speak, I hope I could just sit in there heighten your vibrations and frequencies and we can continue to keep building as one. Thank you. And don't worry, we're going to link all that in the show notes so people can find you. They won't confuse any of the spellings. We hope that people will. This I know this will resonate with some folks. And I just so appreciate you doing what you do. Always being willing to share your story, your testimony. It's a powerful one. Don't ever, don't ever stop. Thank you. And thank you for seeing me. That means a lot. 